Okay, can you explain then who it is made for? We'll talk about that today on Bible Time. Hello again, everyone, and thank you for joining me for Bible Time. I'm going to jump into 1 Timothy chapter 1 to answer this question today. Beginning with verse 8, we know that the law is good if one uses it properly. We also know that the law is made not for righteous, but for lawbreakers and rebels, the ungodly and sinful, the unholy and irreligious, for those who kill their fathers or mothers for murderers, for sexually immoral, for those practicing homosexuality, for slave traders and liars and perjurers, and for whatever else is contrary to sound doctrine that conforms to the gospel concerning the glory of the blessed God which he entrusted to me. Whoa, what is Paul talking about there to Timothy? The question that came to me was, if it's not for us, then who is the law for? Well, what Paul is talking about here is he kind of builds upon something he said before. He said, if you are under grace, then you are therefore not under law. And what he meant was that the law, and as he said elsewhere, the law was given to show us our sinfulness. In the book of Romans, he says this. What Basically, God gave us the law to say, don't do this, because that's exactly what we were going to do. Okay? If you don't, if you're driving down the road, and you're doing 55 miles an hour, and the speed limit's 35, but there's no sign there to tell you it's 35 miles an hour, are you breaking the law? You don't know what it is. But once you see that sign that says 35, and you look at your speedometer, and you're doing 55, and you keep doing 55, then when that cop pulls you over, you're going to get a ticket, and it's deserved. Am I not right? So the law is like that speed limit sign, is what Paul is telling us here. It was put in place to tell us these things are sinful. If God had not said homosexuality is sinful, do not lie with a man as a man lies with a woman, for this is an abomination, Leviticus chapter 19, then we would have not known that it was wrong. If God had not said, do not lie, do not covet, do not steal, do not commit adultery, then when we do these things, we wouldn't know they were wrong, would we? We'd just be doing what our nature is because of the sin that is in us. But when we see these things that are written in the law, and then we avoid them, we use the law, as he says here, we know that the law is good if one uses it properly. We use it to know what is wrong. But when we just totally ignore it, that is who the law is for, because they are being judged by it. We are not being judged by the law because we are under grace and not under law. And by that, he means that we have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior. We know that he died on the cross for our sins. And in knowing this and in confessing our sins to him, we are now under grace. We have been born again. And we, believing in God, in Jesus Christ, will not perish, but will have everlasting life. But those who have not gone to that point and, and accepted the Lord, 
the law stands there to condemn them. Therefore, the law is for. We also know that the law is made for, for not, ah, let me start over. We also know that the law is made not for the righteous, but for the lawbreakers and rebels, the ungodly and sinful, the unholy and irreligious. It's made for them because that is their judgment. That is what they will be judged against at the second judgment. The, the second death will come to them at the great white throne judgment. The, I'm sorry, the second resurrection. I said second judgment, the second resurrection in the book of Revelation. The second resurrection you don't want to be a part of. That's the resurrection of those who are receiving the second death, who did not have their name written in the book of life. The first resurrection, they are risen and they go on to glory to be with the Lord in heaven. The law is what will be used to judge them, to show them that they were liars, perjurers, homosexuals, murderers, killing their parents, uh, stealers, sexually immoral, uh, slave traders, and all the, these things that he listed in here. That's how they'll know that they did wrong when they are judged for that. But we, even though we may have lied, we may have committed sexual sins, we may have committed homosexuality, we may have committed all of these different things, hopefully not murder, especially of your parents, but again, murder, calling your brother a fool, you're guilty of murder. But we, being guilty of these things at one time, have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior. Therefore, this law is not for us. It is to show us we were sinners, and that led us to, to be coming to the Lord to accept him and his free grace. But it's not used to judge us, because our judgment is not based on our sins. Our judgment will be based on what we've done for the kingdom of God. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, Paul goes over this when he talks about we will all be judged, but only as through fire. And anything that burns up, like the chaff and the hay, that'll burn up. But the gold that we have created in our lives by doing things for the kingdom of God, that will not be burned in fire, and it will remain, and that will be our reward in heaven. So again, to summarize this, what Paul is talking about, who is this for? It is for people who have not accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, for they are still under law and are not under grace. Though, yes, we may have committed some of these sins, they are not held against us because our sins were judged when Jesus died on the cross. That was the judgment for us. His death on a cross was our judgment for us. Let that one sink in for you, because that's so important for understanding how we are saved. Jesus' death on the cross was a judgment, a God passed judgment on him for all the sins that were on his body that he carried, our sins, your sins, my sins. He carried them all on the cross, and he was judged, and he was put to death as the wages of sin are death. He was put to death for his the sins that he had on his body, though none of them were his. He took them for us so that he being raised, we too can be raised because we don't have those sins anymore. They are no longer held against us. So the law is not holding anything against us. It cannot. It has been judged by Jesus Christ. But those who have not accepted Christ will be judged and shown their ways according to the law of God. Like a speed limit sign. 
when the cop pulls you over, you can say, no, officer, I wasn't speeding. But he can clearly say, yes, you were. And here's your ticket. God will say to them, yes, you were. Here's your penalty. Second death. So I hope that explains everything for you. That's your Bible time for today. Thanks for joining in, and I'll see you again real soon. God bless.